Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick, and this is episode 160. We are having a great conversation today um, with a doc who is currently an associate. I'll tell you more about her in a little bit. Um, and, you know, I went into the episode expecting it to be much more from like the student perspective, deciding whether or not you want to be on your own or associate. And there's a lot of really good information here about that. But she also dropped a ton of information um, and just wisdom about current associates and thinking about whether you want to keep associating or start your own. There's also a ton of information, I believe, in the perspective um, of the doctor, somebody looking for an associate. Her and I talk a lot back and forth about how you create an atmosphere, a culture that attracts your ideal person. How do you keep them happy? It's good. It's a good one. Um, I knew it was going to be great when I asked Dr. Jess Beyond, and she did not disappoint. But before we jump into that, we have some very exciting news. Very, very exciting. So She Slays the Day podcast officially now is starting a Patreon account. So if you don't know what this is, if you're not supporting any podcasts on Patreon, I will tell you, it's really, really simple. It is a specific like website or app. They you can go to either, but there is an app um, where you can help support me in keeping the podcast going. There's different levels. Okay. So the first one is called buy me a coffee. So this is $3.99 a month. Okay, listen, people, that's not even like that's cheaper than my actual coffee is because I usually when I go to Starbucks, I ask for like the mega guy, the mega pint, the Johnny Depp version of coffee. Um, and like, so you're not even paying for my full coffee order. It's like half my coffee order. So $3.99 a month. And here's what you're going to get without first of all, it's just keeping me going. Because apparently, uh, I didn't know this, but podcasting takes a lot of time beyond this Kirby's editing. And so you know, this is our three year anniversary this weekend from starting and launching a podcast. So I like, was like Kirby, you have to get the Patreon up and going, it has to go along with our three year anniversary. So there's something else you get with us. Officially now, if you went to go back and listen to some of our first episodes, episodes one through 50, they are cataloged and only available to be listened to when you are at least at this buy me a coffee Patreon level. So some of these episodes um, that are now 
only Patreon supporters or patrons of She Slays get access to are how we pay off our student loans in two years, um, conversation with Dr. Monique Andrews, Dr. Devin Vrana, Dr. Denisa Weber, Dr. Christy Wick. Like there are some really good episodes in here that you only get to listen to now if you are supporting the podcast through Patreon. So the next level is She Slays Supporter. This is twelve ninety nine a month, and this includes everything that you get from the Buy Me a Coffee hat, um, tier, but this also includes two extra things. So once a month, starting in July, you are going to get a private, private mini episode, okay? So nobody else is going to get this unless you're at this level. I get a lot of questions in from people that are good, but they're not enough for a full 45 minute episode. You know, maybe it's only like 15, 20 minutes of information. These are going to be 20 minute training episodes. Okay. Answering questions, um, you know, hiring, firing, you know, how to find the associate, how to market in a small town, you know, things where I might go, well, we've already done an episode on marketing. We've, you know, but like, so an extra bonus episode, nobody else gets. And at this level, you will also get when we start now that we're having guests on so not starting today but future guests i am going to at the end of the episode kind of do a speed round with them ask them some extra questions what's the biggest life lesson you have what are you reading right now what the biggest mistake you've made and ask just kind of some speed round questions it'll be fun but it'll also be just a lot of extra content and you will only get to hear those behind the scenes aspect and episode part if you're at the She Slays Supporter $12.99 per month. There's one more tier. This is the full-on She Slayer. This is $24.99 a month. You get everything that I've said so far. So you get episodes 1 to 50. You get the extra 20-minute like bonus question. You get the seed round information. You also get one time a month, I'm going to record a live Zoom episode. So this is your normal hour-long episode. The first half is going to be me talking. You'll get to be on a Zoom call watching me talk. And then at the end, you get to right then and there throw me live questions. This is only for this full-on cheese layer. Um, one extra thing. I know a lot of you out there are looking for associates. I know you are looking to sell your practice. Whatever it is, and you want access, the best way to reach as many chiropractors as possible. Well, currently, the She Slays gets between 800 to 1,500 downloads in a 30-day period, which is awesome, and it's like all chiropractors, except for my mom. Um, so, at this level, if you are looking for an associate, I will give a special shout out to this full-on She Slayer level. So, it may be something like, hey, we got a Thrive Clinic in Pennsylvania. Dr. Smith is looking for a high energy associate. This is a pediatric clinic and I will send them directly to you. So I will advertise for my full on cheese layers. The note or so look to the show notes for the link to go check it out. Sign up. It would mean the world to me. Like I, I would do this for free. I really, really would. Um, but this just helps me focus on continuing to create, create amazing content for you and not worrying about like getting drawn away from like, Oh, should I make course? Or well, I can't go and talk because I'm not making any money. And so this would just be a really low way. I would appreciate it. Um, you would go over there. And then once we get to a thousand total 
patrons. That's what they're called. I learned this. They're called patrons on Patreon. Um, so you will officially be a patron. She slays the day. Uh, once you get to a thousand, I'm going to give away something big. I'm thinking I'm going to send someone to a retreat. There's some really cool retreats that are happening. The Prana Foundation is, has them. Um, Queen Gowan has them. I'm going to find one that works your schedule, but we're going to pick somebody and send them. And you have to go whether you like it or not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so that is what is exciting in my world. I would just just be just so happy if you would help support me. So today's listener highlight is from Dr. Salisha. I'm pretty sure that's how, it's a really interesting spelling of Salisha. C-I-L-L-E-S-H-A. Like, it's got to be Salisha. I've never, you know what? Now I'm saying Salisha so many times that like the word has lost its meaning. That it, you know that that is actually called something. I don't know what it's called, but that phenomenon when you say a word so many times that you, anyways, she says, hi, I just want to say, I love your podcast. I utilize so many good things from it. Short and sweet. Sure. I'll take it. I love it. Thank you, Dr. Salisha, um, for listening. Thanks for putting things in practice, you know, taking this good stuff and not just listening. All right. Let's talk about my guest today. So full disclosure, it is Dr. Jessica Richards, and she is an associate at Blue's Chiropractic at my clinic. Um, and she has worked for Blue Hills as a doctor for the last, this will be her fifth year this October. She is one of the most incredible humans that I know. She's an Enneagram too. Um, so she cares deeply about <laughs> making people happy. Um, I have, if you go back and listen to the episode, the biggest mistakes I made in 2021, I referenced her. I said it was like the sweetest, most loving thing anyone has ever said to me is like when she said, like, it's okay, we got this. And because we were going through this really hard time where we were going to need to let someone go, which meant we were going to be working our asses off. And she didn't ask for more money. She didn't like back down. She just was like, I got you. We got this. And so she is ICPA certified. Um, she'll tell you her story. She's a Palmer graduate. She worked on her own practice for a year before venturing up to me. She loves adventure. She has funny thing. So she had a beagle named Bo. And then she started dating someone a couple years ago. And she found out on their estate that that guy also has a dog named Bo. So she lives with her boyfriend and their two dogs named Bo, um, which I know the beagle is after Lambo. I don't know if the other one is after Lambo also, but just funny. And I ask all the time, like, is that a shit show? Like, and she's like, oh yeah, yep, absolutely. You cannot just call one dog, but, um, and she's incredible. She is a leader amongst our clinic. All of our staff loves her. Like, I'm not just saying that, like, like she's a good person and a clutch, clutch team member. So I'm super excited for you to hear our conversation um, because I think no matter where you are, a student, an associate, or a doc potentially wanting to hire an associate, uh, this is information you got. And I go, you know me, I just go straight for it and we're asking tons of questions. So let's pray and get to this. <sighs> Take a breath. Relax your jaw. Check in with your heart. If you're doing something safe, close your eyes. Actually put your hand to your heart. Where do you feel that tension and can you soften it? Can you imagine God's spirit light just coming, just connecting to the crown of your head? And can you just like open up and just allow all of that love and energy into you? Hi friend, did you have a bad week? Are you having a bad day? This is your virtual hug. 
right now. I want you to know that you are incredible. Thank you so much for doing what you do and being, even if you're not a chiropractor, just having the impact to love on other people and help change this world. I think you are great. And I hope that me telling you that makes you happier. And I hope you accept that and realize that because I think you're awesome. In your name, Ray. Amen. Okay, here is my conversation reception with Dr. Jess Richards. So did you feel like you could say no if I Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That I was wasn't say... pro- no, I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> it just uh I was gonna say, like, did you feel like are you asking me as my boss and I can't really say no, but no, okay. not at all. that I could. I'm, like I've heard you say like, oh, I didn't like that wasn't my favorite guest. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to not be the favorite guest. So Okay, Kirby. Yeah, definitely edit that part out. <laughs> no, no, there are definite um, conversations that, but I wouldn't have asked you. So like, it's not something like I know how to get information out of someone it's just their personality that sometimes is unsalvageable so it's like yeah so i knew you were salvageable don't worry okay i'll take it (laughs) so you are under you are not being forced to be here you have been fed some questions in preparation correct because are you what are all right so you're an enneagram two yep two wing three okay but you wing one hardcore Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Like yeah, your need for it. questions, your need yes. for preparation. Is mm-hmm. this a wing one thing? Maybe. I think it's a wing two because I don't want to disappoint. Oh, so it's like, it's just uh, two. It's just my two that like, I just don't want to disappoint. So I like want to do the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Which also is that threeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well, hopefully you don't suck. Otherwise you're fired. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's see. Where do I want to start here? So your name is Jessica. Yeah. Go by Jess. You go by Jess. Just Jess. Just, it's Jess. <laughs> and you have been in, how long have you, it's been four Almost five years. years, yeah. Yeah, because your five-year anniversary October. is October. Mm-hmm. I was just going to reference back to the picture of when we, <laughs> I'm like, all right, w- scroll back on Instagram. When do we post the picture of you? Um, okay. So I don't really know where to start with you. It's hard. Yeah. Be, like I wasn't anticipating because like, I just know you so well. <laughs> so it's like, normally I'd go like, well, what's your backstory? But I'm the only one who knows your backstory. So tell me the, I guess the first thing is, is you're an associate. You didn't start as an associate. So tell me graduation, post-graduation. Yeah. So as I was graduating, I was planning to open. I did open a practice. Did you feel like school pushed you into doing that? Oh, so I was like, what probably like you considered high achieving student mm-hmm. and like what you did then mm, was three. yes you started a practice because why would you go you to did? school of and course. spend all that money if you didn't mm-hmm. so I very much like no one pressured me into it just like society mm-hmm. or like chiropractic school was like you should open you seem like someone that would do really well opening uh so I did and then I wasn't I think what really came down to it was I wasn't practicing like I wanted to um I felt like I needed to do take insurance. I needed to be open these hours and I needed to do all these things. And I just really disliked owning in general. Mm -hmm. So then 
was looking for an associate position because I was going to leave that like my lease was like done. Was so it, was like, it was a year, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Uh, so I was done with that and I was like, okay, we're, I'm going to go find something that I love to do because it was just getting to the point where I didn't want to go to the practice anymore, <laughs> to, your practice. to my practice. So that was really good indicator. Do you think that if, because like, I actually don't really remember, were you successful in practice and unhappy or like, I guess the question is like, were you, if, would you have stayed longer if like somehow all of those things, taking insurance and doing that would have like, oh wow, now I'm seeing a hundred people a week. I wasn't seeing a hundred people a week. Like I wasn't like overwhelmingly like, oh, I'm making so much money, but I wasn't like, I had a high overhead, mm-hmm. but I was doing what I needed to. Um, it was more about hating it than like finances because I do think in the first year you're just like getting traction and I was building traction, but it wasn't where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And it was just, so oh, sorry. See, we're already off good. script of questions yeah. and it's okay if you yeah, don't know, good. but like, so what were so, so I feel like for you, you I love you, your default <laughs> is a little like skeptical of like Mm-mm. definitely but you had decided on doing it so that mm-hmm. doesn't like so what what kind of like cues were you getting that were okay here's hmm, let me rephrase the question i feel like people sometimes mentally get so far down the line before something becomes obvious like friends and family might be able to look at someone who started a practice and go like so are you, are you loving it? And then like, based on their answers, be like, okay, it doesn't seem like you love it. And they're like, no, 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 I totally like it because you kind of validate decisions you make, right? Like this, as humans, we do something, we commit to it. And I, and then you like validate that decision. So what were some of those cues for people who maybe are in their first few months and they're trying to decide like, Am I, should, do I just need to tough this out? Like, is this just what everybody goes through? Or like, are these some signs that like, you're kind of might be off God's path, you know? And I, I, I don't believe that everyone has one specific journey. I do believe that if you to toughed it out, I don't know, you'd, you'd be something. <laughs> you'd be something. I would be something. <laughs> <laughs> you'd still be something. You'd be a human being here. Um, but I don't believe that like you were in a wrong path, but like kind of get the question of like, what were some of the cues that were like, I, th- I think that I could be happier if I didn't own. Uh, I felt like the adjusting, like the part that I love doing was like getting in the way. And mm. it kind of felt to the point where I was like, Oh, I have to go do these hours here and these hours here. And then I have to do this to build my practice. And then when I was actually like doing the like practice that I now absolutely love and did absolutely love in school, it almost felt like it was like getting in the way of these other things because I felt like these other things were so overwhelming and it was just a huge red flag of like, Oh, you're not, you're not doing this how you want to do this. Right. Okay. So you were like, yes, yeah, doing all this work to attract people in. Mm-hmm. But then while they were there, I'm like thinking like, I got to get out there and keep marketing. Right. And running the business. And, and it was the- just like a dread thing that I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, this isn't where I want to be. And I will say I, I didn't have that. So like, I think that is something, I don't know. There's so much, this is a, I, it's to me, this conversation is filled with so much shame. Like we're just, so like even saying what I was about to say of like, 
oh, I think that is a big thing to like realize whether you have that like entrepreneurship thing is like, I loved seeing the patients. Oh, I loved the money that they represented in that moment back then in back then. <laughs> okay. Now I could be present, but like in the beginning, when you're coming out with a lot of debt, you're like, yes, I love you, Barb, get on this table for an adjustment. And then also, um, but just even to get on that tangent of like, oh, so you didn't have the entrepreneur spirit like you. And that's why it's that kind of sil that underlying thread or message that we don't say out loud in school, but you feel. Oh, you feel it. You feel yep. it of like, oh, I don't have what it takes is basically what we're telling people or what people are thinking if they choose to be an associate. A hundred percent. Yes. That's fucking broken. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. Oh, we're going to have so many issues. We're going to solve like all of the world's problems I in this so. talk. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yes. So then you start looking for an associateship. Mm -hmm. Where was, were you in Milwaukee? Where were you? I was in Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, I was looking like Across the country. Yeah. I was not. You love mountains. Mm -hmm, I love mountains. <laughs> I don't know how I intercepted you from Colorado. <laughs> yes. Like, no. Virginia was in the mix too. <laughs> oh, yes. Like there was beaches there. Like there yeah. was just, yeah. So. You are an adventurer. Mm -hmm. um, so you were born. When, when are you born? I'm 86. You're 90. 90. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you are a younger millennial than me, but still a millennial? Correct. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you definitely are starting to get, like you have a lot more of the gen- Z, is that what comes after I us? Believe, yep. Yeah. Um, more that Gen Z, like, I just want to travel. I mm -hmm. mean, I have a fair amount of it too. But like, yeah, it just kind of keeps progressively getting more. So then what were you in your mind? Like when you were like first thinking like, what am I looking for in an associateship? Do you even know what you were looking for? Uh, looking back, I know what I was looking for. I'm not sure I had the words for it, but the places that stood out to me that I was seriously considering were places that were established and looking for me to like, not necessarily come in and like start my own practice within them. Yeah. I really wanted somebody who was like, I'm busy and I have like, I want you to take over some of this and then obviously go build your own, but also like let me like get you started and get you traction. That makes a ton of sense. And anytime I'm talking to another doc, cause like, so I just went to mile high this past weekend and it's really funny just how many docs are looking for associates. It's fantastic. I think it's a great sign within like that the profession is growing, but like it's not easy to find docs. And when I, you start to like talk to people and like, Oh, like, what are you looking for? Where do you live? And they start to be like, well, I really want a go-getter. And it's just like, red flag. Okay. Okay. You know, like I really want someone who's going to work hard and like get out there like I did. And then you're just like, Ooh, mm, Lauren, bite your tongue, bite your tongue. Don't say a damn word. And then I inevitably, inevitably kind of somehow end up insulting them and being like, yeah, well, they, that person already started their practice, John, very much. <laughs> or they're going to go be with you and then go start their own, which is an option. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which I will say, you know, um, I learned this from uh, Tony Ebel, where ultimately I think docs 
think they want every single associate to be a lifer. And I think your first one or two, sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, but also that's a big ask. Like, I don't think you should really get, like, I'm not connected to you being a lifer for me. I don't want that to freak you out. I know, <laughs> like, I just, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> I have to hold space for your life to do what it is supposed to do. I vision my life continuing with you forever. But like, I, if I based, like, this is part of like the sanity part of being the boss, you know, the, the, per, the part of the stress, part of how I personally handle giving up responsibility and like I manage the stress of having really important people that I love in my life is like not squeezing onto them like a little birdie because then when, if they leave, then my brain's like, even, not even if they leave, they could stay. But all I do is spend my time thinking about like, oh my God, oh my God. Did Jess, did Jess, like if I brought you to a conference and somebody made an, or not even a conference on the WDC, there are posts all the time. Like if I freaked out every time someone was like, established practice, Boulder, Colorado, $250,000 salary. If every time I was like, oh my God, does Jess see this? Oh no. Is she going to leave her me? off the internet? Like, <laughs> Jess, you are no longer allowed to go on the internet. Like I would... I would go crazy. So like in my head, yes, I have like the idea that like one or two lifers, but then once you get to a point where you're starting to add doc three, doc four, it's also totally okay. You kind of can't afford, this is the evil advice of like your profitability as an owner goes down as you get more and more lifers, you can only afford so many lifers because every year you kind of just keep paying them more to, because you get more quality. So in my mind, you get more and more qualified. This is the truth. That's yep. not in, a, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, and in my, this is my opinion is that the longer an associate is with you, the kind of the, the less stress, like the easier is just kind of like, Oh, I could do this. I could do this. And then they start calculating, you know, like, okay, so what's our OVA? Okay. How many people would I need to see in order to make more than, you know, like your brain just does this. Like as an owner, I'm calculating how much I would need in order to buy the beach home. How much, how many weeks a year would I have to practice? You know, like you just, you just do this. Your brain does these thought experiments. And so like, you just got to kind of keep getting more and more of like, ha ha ha, you're five. You thought, <laughs> no, 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 no. And then you're like, oh shit, now I got to recalculate. <laughs> so, so anyways, it's okay for people looking for associates. Once you kind of get to, even if it is your first associate, I wouldn't be my preference, but like to go like, okay, you want to build your own practice. Can you commit three years of your life to me, two and a half years of your life to me. I will teach you everything I know and then go with God, build your own thing. So that's not something to be afraid of. But when we have these docs, see, see that big long tangent? Coming back. I like Coming it. Coming back. Um, we're still on question one, Jess. <laughs> um, when you have these docs that like they're looking for that associate and they're like, I just want, and it's just like, you want somebody who has the entrepreneur spirit who's going to build their own practice and like, 
dude, you gotta like be realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, that is why I won't say her name, although I don't think she'd care because she's a freaking rock star. But like, we had an intern mm-hmm. who we loved. Oh my gosh, she was fantastic. She fit great with our team. Absolutely. Um, but like, the writing was on the wall of where like her family was, and she just like when I told her, I'm like, I don't, I don't think you should come work for me. I think you should open your own. For about 10 seconds, she was devastated. And then she showed me, then I said, like, do you have any ideas? Like, do you think if you opened your own, like what? And she goes, oh, yeah, I already, it would be called this. And like, I have a logo and I'm like, girlfriend. <laughs> like, duh. So it's our job to kind of filter out, like, because I want, you know, again, I'll hire an associate who would stay for only two years. Okay. We're at that point. No problem. It would be a little stressful for us, but like, we'd be fine. Um, (laughs) But I also want to find somebody who's going to ultimately be happy because whether they're in a doc or a CA, like that's kind of, that's the big stressor for me is like, all right, how can I make them happy? How can I make them happy? How can I make them happy? Because that's, that's your role. I feel like as chiropractors, they tell, um, there's a lot of this, like, if you're going to take an associate, you need to realize you're not hiring a workhorse. You're taking on a position of mentorship. And I wouldn't say I do a great job of mentorship at all, like scale zero to five. I'd give myself like a solid three, three and a half. But where I would give myself a four and a half is like truly caring and being like, okay, you don't seem happy. What can I do about this? How do we change this to make you happy? Absolutely. You're outstanding at that. Yeah. So back to you're looking for an established. Mm -hmm. How I also know you were looking for like mountains and adventure and okay. Oh shit. You were single, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're 20, you were 25, Uh 26, something. Yes. yes, Somewhere. Um, and single. So like, that's another thing that like had to go into it. Did it? Definitely. Yeah. Cause Rice Lake people, it has 9,000 people. (laughs) Yeah. Practice. You were technically, auditioning for it uh what's the word interview interviewing for 2500 yes so a small pool so what was it that made you choose to say yes to this i'm sorry i didn't ask you tell you i was gonna ask you this this is a good one like why oh it was a gut feeling okay like i live in my gut and I can actually say while I was signing the contract for the lease at the old place, like my gut was like, don't do this. But also like you're sitting in a room with people Mm -hmm. like you just sign it. My gut when I was here was like screaming, like, absolutely. And it was one of those like that is what made me come here. I was like, no, this feels better than everywhere else. It's the practice that I like. It's the practice style I like. Like if I were to build my practice and have the confidence to do it as I wanted to, this is what it would look like. Okay. So then for like other docs, so like associates, because this is, this is great because I feel like most of the people listening are either associates thinking about whether they want to be an associate or doc or a doc. And so like, Mm -hmm. I love this because it's like, all right, so that is a great piece of advice for an associate. Um, but then docs, what are like hiring docs, you're all docs. You know what I mean? (laughs) God um again back to the shaming like i'm the doc your owners like how do oh my gosh super funny story i think this is hilarious so we're at my high you don't know the story so i'm just gonna tell you this story. none of these people really know the story either so we're at my high 
And I was asked to like be on a panel with Courtney Gowan, Nona Javid and Elise Rigney, like amazing women. We're talking about business, culture and like social media powerhouses there. Yeah. yeah absolutely okay now so we have this like side room this is like a total not humble brag at all so we have the side room and donnie epstein has the main room our room is like standing room only it's packed i'm sure donnie had quite the showing also but like so we're in this panel and this doc in front asks like how do you attract associates so courtney gowan do you know who she is? Mm -hmm. Okay. We need to go on a retreat yes. to hers. Oh, oh my gosh. She just fantastic. like screenshot it. Yes. We need to make this happen. Okay. Um, I can bribe her to let me talk so I can like write it off and stuff too. Well, I'd be able to write it off through anyways. So don't let me forget that though. Let's make that yes. happen. What was I talking about? Courtney Gowan. <laughs> <laughs> so she is like mother nature incarnate or like in the living flesh. And she gives this answer. So like her clinic is the nest. It's in Dallas. She's got like 52 birth workers who all like, it's just, oh, so nice. It's so nice. You know, and she's talking about how really she's built this culture that just attracts the right people and how she has five docs waiting to work for her, but she's not there yet to hire them. So I'm just sitting there like looking at her like, you have five dogs? And so I bring up, this is the funny part, because I am I think on stage I'm literally like mouth dropped, like looking at her like a dummy. And it reminded me, so Elise goes like, Lauren, do you have anything to add? And I'm just like, does anybody watch SNL? There is a skit in SNL where Kate McKinnon is sitting like her and two other people are being interviewed by the CIA because all three of them were abducted by aliens. Have you seen this skit? Yes, I have. Okay. It is going to be so much better that you've seen it. So like in the skit, these other two CIAs asking like, how was it? And the other two are like, I was like enveloped in this white light and they like showed me the true essence of like life and Kate McKinnon is just sitting there like smoking a cigarette just playing the part of like trash <laughs> and she just laughs and she's like well that's not my experience and she's talking about how they gave her like an anal probe <laughs> and she's like I'm over here with my cooter and my tutor hanging out and it is just like I got dropped off in a chick on the top of a Chick-fil-A with my ass hanging out. And it's just like, so there's just this transcendent moment where I'm listening to Courtney Gowan just talk about this culture and like, you'll just attract. And I'm just like, not me on top of a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> me. I'm over on a Chick-fil-A with my hooter and my tutor out trying to attract associates. <laughs> So I don't really know how much that adds to your answer. <laughs> but it was, I asked Kirby, I said, like, what was one of the, like, funny, or what was your best part of the conference? And he's like, I think it was when you referenced Kate McKinnon's SNL. And I'm like, not helpful, but so, so yeah, so it felt right. Mm -hmm. So the, I think the point of me bringing that up was like, I don't really know how to make something like my advice to the do, uh, the owners of like, well, how do I do that for an associate? I think it's that you can't try and be a chameleon for every associate. 
And I've done that before. I have made that mistake. And like, I think you just as a owner, when you're like, oh my gosh, I got one on the line. Okay. On paper, she seems great. Seems great. Oh, in person, she seems great. Oh, I really want her. I really want her. And what we do is we like want to make the world seem like, like we say anything in that moment to get them to say yes to us because we know you have options. And you know, they, I think you even mentioned something about you had an interview mm-hmm. out West either before yeah. or right after. And I'm like, Oh God, how's Cumberland going to compete with this? But part of what you, uh, an associate might pick up on is just like the authenticity. Yes. Like, and being really, solid in your mission like you had a very real vision for your clinic and you're like this is what I want I'm doing what I want and it was just like do you fit that like I didn't get I not at all did I get a chameleon of like this is we could do this for you or we could do that for you. it was like this is what we are this is what we're doing it's really cool do you want to be a part of it mm-hmm. and that was just a really great vibe and then another part you kind of asked like what were what can a doc do like or an, an owner do um just be really like, no, I'm, I care about you. And you mentioned that Mm -hmm. before. And like, that was absolutely the vibe I got was like, oh no, I care about you and your well-being and all of these things for all of my staff and all of my docs. And then your doc at the time and your staff like said like, yeah, no, she like does walk the walk, talk the Mm -hmm. talk. And it's really nice to work for someone like that. So Mm -hmm. it is a really good, like, if you're just a really great person and know what you're business is doing and where it's going I feel like that will be yes that will absolutely show um one thing that I think would be would have been helpful and I bet you would have loved but knowing my personality I think we both know there's no way I could have stuck to this Mm -hmm. but like Elise Rigney has talked about having very clear expectations for the associate like down to what will external marketing be demanded of them what internal marketing like how many social media posts how many this and I'm just like oh man that would be fantastic to be able to give (laughs) but yes but shit changes so fast it does I'm like okay Elise how if she hired someone four years ago she couldn't have predicted that like she was going to ask them to make two tiktoks a month right but I guess you probably get granted a lot of grace too, type of thing. Mm-hmm. But for owners listening, I think that is, I, I, because here's why I think I would assume this would be really, really nice. If you can't sell that you are a genuinely caring person in that interview, you probably are. I don't mean you're not caring. I just mean like, if you're like, oh man, that's a lot to ask for like a one day thing. What if that doesn't come across? I think what the root of the fear, my guess in, um, wanting clear black and white expectations is there's also this stereotype of like, uh, that you're going to make someone eating your young. Yes. Yes. yes, The eating your young Mm -hmm. thing. So it's like this protective thing of like, what hours? Yes. (laughs) Could you imagine if I would have told you like, these are the hours you will adjust. These are the, how many times if you had to guess just your adjusting hours slash location has changed in four and a half years. Oh, six or seven? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in our defense. Oh. I don't know. I don't really have a defense, but like we had a third I wasn't opposed to any of them. Like it wasn't like I was like, no, keep my hour. And they moved. Yeah. It was just like, oh, we're going to do this now. We're going to change this. Yeah. Um, a lot of them I like better. 
Yeah, I do feel, I mean, minus like the middle one mm -hmm. where it's like, cool, you ready to dress like 350 people, 370 <laughs> a week and like just start losing hair? Cool. Ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that for six months. Um, yeah. But uh, you, I don't know. I, I think we just kind of got lucky that you knew, again, I, it all comes back to ultimately caring. Yeah. Because if I would yes. have told you in the beginning Hey, how do you deal with change? Because I do it rapidly. Um, I do. That would not have been a selling point for you. No, definitely not. No. I am definitely not the let's make a change right. girl immediately. So I think it can really, there's a lot of grace when it's like, I trust my boss and I trust that mm -hmm. if I'm unhappy, I trust that I can try this. And if I'm unhappy, I can talk to them. Yes, so. absolutely. Okay. So when it comes to money oh, oh okay so we're gonna cover this now i know jess well enough to know that she would not like me telling you exactly her salary because she's a private ass person yes. she's actually <laughs> like my daughter who just hates that i even said she was private um, <laughs> mom don't talk about me uh so what i asked kirby to do was to take her 2021 overall compensation um and convert it into uh standard of living or like inflation i don't know what the word is what would you say what's the thing like into a other city yeah. so like take conversion convert yeah. convert yeah. yeah so like a dollar in rice lake equals x somewhere else and i had him do that so jess if she lived in dallas would because i know y'all are nosy and this is just to like keep you all from messaging me mm -hmm. hey quick question i listened to this episode what do you pay your associates now this is her current current all right so owners i need you to not freak out here um, and so, and like students, I also need you to like chill out. She did not start making this no. at all. Mm -mm. So if Jess was working in Dallas, she would make 103,000. If she was working in San Diego, she'd make 133,000. And if she was working in Manhattan, her salary would be 236,000. So you just got a big raise. Yeah. Good, good job. Absolutely. Right. But I have to live in Manhattan. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. For right. everyone in Manhattan. <laughs> um, so there we go. It's out there. Don't send it. I'm not going to give you any more information than that. But um, when looking, so knowing substantially less, mm -hmm. when looking at the, the money, the salary versus the benefits, how did you do that in your head? Like, how did you walk through? Because like in your 20s, I don't know. I just didn't have the idea of overall happiness from like do you feel like because you had done that hell year absolutely that helped mm -hmm. okay so I knew walking in that I would much rather have the freedom because that's what I was missing mm -hmm. was I was missing the freedom of it uh of life that that's what I wanted in my associate and that's what I was going to go find so I did definitely like this was not my highest offer initially mm -hmm. uh from like Obviously, just it's a smaller place. I'm not in Manhattan, yeah. but also like conversions. It was not my highest offer. Right. Um, and I didn't. Most of my salary was not bonus based. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even like I had this, you know, low salary and then like a high potential. Like my salary was my salary. Yep. Um, I was looking for work life balance when I walked in. Obviously, I needed a living wage and there were some. Somewhat some offers that were lower than mm -hmm. I was comfortable with. And that wasn't even then I took them straight off the table, even if they would have said like, you work two days a week. <laughs> right. But you're like, I can't pay bill. I can't like, do anything I the other five days of the week. Else. Yeah. Like, right. Uh, but it really was like, I 
I don't know if I was, I obviously wasn't looking for work-life balance when I first like got out of school, mm -hmm. but after that year, I just, that was my main concern. I think one of my questions to you was like, am I on call? <laughs> like, is yeah. there any type of call situation? I was like, you. Yeah. You no. were like, uh, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> I think I probably said something along the lines of like, I'm not even on call. Yes. Like when people ask me like, oh man, oh, I know it wasn't that I, I get it. Patients ask, but like I've had docs again. This is like previous. And like, there are some docs who are going to hear this and be like, you, Lauren, you're not living the mission of like being on purpose or whatever. But like, I'll have docs who said like, oh yeah, I had a patient message me and they threw out their back. And so I met him in on the weekend and I'm like, okay, this is the type of patient I would do that for a patient that was on a regular schedule. Mm -hmm. Like if I had a patient who was weekly or every other week and had been, hadn't been going against my recommendations for a long time. Uh -huh. So if they were every other and I was like, should have been this weekly. is not working. <laughs> yeah. This is not working. I really think you should be weekly. And I knew they weren't going to abuse it. Mm -hmm. Like I have yes. definitely had one or two. Well, I've probably had two or three patients that have reached out and been like, I am so sorry. I would never, but I don't know what to do. Should I do ice? Should I do heat? And they weren't even necessarily asking me. And I was like, mm -hmm. girl, come to my house. Yes. <laughs> Just come to my front porch. Mm -hmm. I'll adjust you. But like that has happened two or three times in 11 years. And it's so specific. So yeah, no, you weren't going to be on call. Um, so oh, I didn't ask you. I was going to ask you this question. So there is a lot of talk lately. Maybe it's just social media. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just really aware of it. But like I feel like the conversation of how much should you pay an associate? Oh, I want to answer this, but I don't want to forget that I want to talk, how do you think somebody would avoid that year? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you skip over? How, how do you figure out what is important to you instead of like being in hell? So, okay, let's answer that one first and then yeah. we can go to that. Um, I didn't, this sounds terrible, but I didn't like sit down and think of what I wanted. It was just like the quote unquote obvious next step mm -hmm. because like, I mean, that's what high achieving students do is they just move yeah. on to the next thing. And I didn't even like sit down to say like, what do I want my life to look like? like I knew I wanted to be a chiropractor. I knew I wanted to adjust. I knew I wanted, you know, the ability to travel and all of this, but it wasn't something I sat down and was like, am I going to be super happy? Like I didn't take the actual time to sit down and say like, am I going to be happy owning? Do you like everything that comes along with owning that isn't involved in associating? And if I would have looked back and be like, Oh heck no. Like, how long did it take you me to so? set up, like, the retirement plan? Because, like, you know, like, it's it's like, ah, like any finance stuff. I'm like, I don't want anything to do with it. Like, I think Kirby had to be like, Jess, you are leaving money on the table every day. You don't <laughs> do this. Do this now. Yes. I was like, okay, fine. Like, that's where I was with finances. So if you would have said, like, do you want to add more finances to your life? It would have been like, absolutely, absolutely. not. Oh, well, well, no, like, but add more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dealing with the financial Financing, aspect. Yeah. But that is the hard part is like people just see the potential money. Right. Like the endless sky cap. Um, I was telling Kirby, there's so many side stories I have here. So as we were, have you seen that uh, TikTok or reel where it's like somebody like dazing off and then all of a sudden they like come to like. Mm -hmm. So I was essentially doing that in real life. And Kirby's like, what are you thinking about right now? This was just last week. And I'm like, I'm thinking about how we will likely never be as profitable as we were three years in 
where I was the only one adjusting. We were in our original space that was like 800 square feet and I had two associates. And he just laughed and he's like, oh no, we'll never be that profitable. Those are the good years. You know, like, because yeah. then from there it was just like, okay, now we need a doc. So now, oh, now we need another CA. Oh, now we're opening a clinic. Oh, now we need two more docs. Oh shoot, now we need another CAs. And now I'm like, just kind of, now we need a bigger parking lot. And it's just, it's just funny. It's funny. Um, also, I talked a ton of fourth graders. So you saw that I went and talked to Charlie's uh-huh. class on entrepreneurship. So I was the end of the month. So they've been doing this, this thing, this unit all month long talk and having like people come in and talk. I just happened to be the very last one. And I might have talked like two thirds of the room, maybe more than that out of becoming an entrepreneur. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't what I was supposed to do. I told Kirby that and he's like, no, I think that because I, so I went, I gave them this scenario and I think this is a really good scenario for, um, students. So first do like core values exercise. If freedom comes up as a number one, you gotta realize like, I don't know, I'm 11 years in and I, I have free, I have more freedom than anybody else. But like, it's a heavy, heavy freedom. It's a different freedom. It's a different freedom. It's a different. Because um, do you feel like you can turn off? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Not like like there's patients I deeply care about that I'm taking home. And obviously, like anytime you're out, you're thinking about it. But like, it's not something that like I go home and I'm like, how am I going to get whatever? Like, I don't have that. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Because I would have to like, but you also work in a small town. So it's like, oh, you know, part of the, it's like you go so, to the yes. grocery store. You're not like. Peace out. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I'm not working right There's now. There's three Joe. people who come up to me and they're like, hey, I'm feeling better. This is different. Or my kid's sleeping. You're like, that's great. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to go get Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm talking to this class of fourth graders. And you know, I start with like, all right, how's it been going? What have you guys learned? Somebody want to like, who wants to own, you know, thinking about being an entrepreneurship? And like most of them raise their hand. And then I tell them the scenario. I'm like, all right, so scenario A, I am starting a lemonade stand. I need someone to work it for me. Uh, I need you to work for four hours. I'm going to pay you $5 an hour. So how much money are you going to make? And they're they're like, $20. I'm like, right. I'm going to take care of everything. Okay. And so like, I go through all the like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And so I'm like, all right. So you could work really, really hard. If like 200 people come to this lemonade stand, you make 20 bucks. If two people come, you make 20 bucks. So then I'm like, all right, now option B. And I run them through everything, every aspect of this lemonade stand, how they're going to have to go buy the marker. How, how do you want to advertise? Do you want markers and paper? Or do you want to go on Facebook? Do you know how to do that? Like, do you need to borrow money? So I just go through every single little detail. And I'm like, now at this lemonade stand... Like you could make $200 in this four hours. And they're just like, whoa. And I'm like, or you could make nothing. And you could actually owe your parents money. (laughs) And then like, I was like, all right, who wants option A? And like 90% of the room raised their hand. And I'm like, all right, all right, that's valid. But then it was fun because then the kids who, I, I took it a little bit further So there was like three kids who said they wanted option B. And I'm like, cool. All right. So one of them, I won't say his name because I don't know. It seems weird. So I'm like, all right, how much are you going to sell your lemonade for? And he's like, a dollar. Or no, no, he said $2. And I was like, okay. 
you over here who had raised his hand, how much mm-hmm. are you going to sell your lemonade for? And you could see him like think, and he goes, 75 cents. So then I asked oh. the rule and I was like, <laughs> all right, guys, which lemonade stand are you going to? So they all said they were going to the cheaper one. So then I'm like, okay, okay, but hold on. What if the way that he makes his lemonade cheap is by not putting sugar in it? <laughs> And it's gross. The next time you buy lemon. And so it was just this really funny thing where I talked a bunch of like the, that's what I call myself though. The anti-inspirational speaker. But if that anti-inspiration would have come to me, it could have saved me a year. What if I saved Saved them a year of their life? Don't get your (laughs) freaking false hopes up that being an (laughs) entrepreneur is fun. Okay. Back to you. So how do you got just a couple more questions. So how do you on a regular basis? So you said in the beginning that like you really liked the mission and vision. Mm-hmm. How on a regular basis do you feel or how do I make you feel? Oh, I didn't anticipate that in interviewing you. Like, ugh. it's easier to ask. Okay. How do I make you feel good? Um, how do you keep feeling on mission? Like, how does that happen? Because you have to keep pouring in and like, you can't just like yeah. sell you on day one. Like, how do I mm-hmm. make you feel like what you do matters? Yeah. Uh, or how could I do more of it too? Like, feel free to absolutely. So being the two, like feeling appreciated is like to my core. Like that's how I like get my cup filled up. So especially as you know, I get more freedom, even in the clinic of like, yeah, kind of like do what you need to hear, whatever. It's one of those, like when someone's doing a project, it's like, Hey, go ahead and run that by Jess. It takes some things off your plate. And then it's really good for me to be like, yeah, I feel like this is the direction we want to go. Or if there is a patient we're talking about that we're like, okay, results, you'll look at me and say like, what would you do? Or like, how would you do this? And it's just one of those like, oh, I feel like valued. And I feel like what I do, not equivalent, but like, at least it's like part, a huge part of what we're doing here. And I just love that feeling of being like, oh, I am a valued member of this group. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, as a two, fills me up with like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, I am loved and appreciated here. Not every one of my ideas makes it to fruition. (laughs) Like, yes, that's exactly. Mine either. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So it's not, that's not what I'm looking for, but I am looking for like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Mm -hmm. Um, If we're having some big discussion i never feel like nah just don't even bother saying it like i always feel like yeah what what would you feel that way and it's just like i'm a part of like what we're growing and what we're doing what is your least favorite part about about being an associate i didn't tell you i was gonna ask you that it's okay yeah um asks uh yeah like if i feel like i I need an ask the fact that you have to ask somebody can i take this vacation Mm -hmm. like and it's not even yeah. like there's a there's never been a bad response. There's never been anything. It's just like the need to ask is the worst part of like, ugh. Also, yeah. even if even when I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is going to be fine. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't even need to ask. I still should or yeah. need to go ask. Yeah, that's a good answer. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, all right, how, how do you remove that? I don't know. I mean, yeah, you just keep working towards an established trust where it's like, Hey, I I need this. And, Mm -hmm. and just, I just continue to control my response of like, I need to trust you that you're yeah. So it's based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I think people figured out what that answer was <laughs> for me. <laughs> like, I just need to trust that you're not going to do anything that is going to harm the long term. And that's what I think happens. And that's the trap that I get so into the weekly numbers. Mm-hmm. Like I've, and I've always been that way. And Kirby like hates it. Cause he's like, you just get so obsessive. If there's like a one low week, like we've had the three best months of our entire whatever the last three months. But like if numbers are low this week, I'm just like the ship is sinking. Oh, my God. It was a fluke. We suck. The Everyone abandoned ship. The last year was a fluke, but today is real. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so I think as long as I continue to do the self work to go like, okay, you have this freedom because you've, you've earned the trust that you're not going to do something that harms the long term. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's just like, yeah, we'll just keep working that way. Um, back to the really awkward, like, how does it make you feel when you, you see all of these posts on social media lately that are like, how much should an associate be paid? Before you answer that, I'll give you time to think. Do you know, and I have not fact checked this. Mm-hmm. I was told that graduates nowadays are graduating with between three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars of debt. Oh, like what? That can't be real. Oh, I, that's real. That's real. Mm-hmm. So this was a thing, um, and I won't say who I talked to about it, but like, there's a lot of anger towards the schools. Um, not all the schools, mm-hmm. but because they're they're doing this to students too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an obscene amount of money. That is a lot of money. And so that's where it's hard of like, well, when you take that into account, okay. So here's what my brain goes through. I'm I'm just giving you more time to think, mm-hmm. right? Um, so if somebody told me, I like I literally just learned that days ago. So if somebody told me, well, students nowadays are graduating. With let's say, or like $400,000 is what the person I'm interviewing has in debt. Um, I don't know. Like, I can't just snap my fingers and make it realistic for me to give you $125,000 out of school because Mm -hmm. you're in super debt. But like, I can understand where as a student, you're like, I can't start at this like that would not even pay the amount I owe and so what another person said is like or maybe this was Kirby I don't know I don't think it was Kirby I think he added to but like they're not even planning oh this is such a generalization but it's just you and I having a talk right um so somebody said like well no what's happening is is the schools are screwing over the students but the students know there's no way they're paying back half a million dollars in debt and so it's just like the government, their government's not going to get their money. Mm-hmm. Then the government's going to like stop doing, giving loans to chiropractic. And it's just like this like nasty loop that it seems like people who really know a lot more than me are scared about yeah. the direction that things mm-hmm. are going with like education and schooling. So back to my question though, mm-hmm. that was like, it was, it was important because it's like, I can see where some of the people who come in real hot with like nowadays an associate deserves blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I get what you're saying, dude. Mm -hmm. But how does it make you feel when you see like numbers that are above where you started 
as like people being like, I think that you should start out at this, like at, you know, how does it make you feel? Yeah. So obviously the first thing you feel is shame of like, oh my gosh, did like I get taken advantage I, of. And yep. then it's that first thing, like these are like, no, this is great. And it's one of those, like, I understand, but you also have to understand from the owner's point of view, like you can't, they, they can't pay you that much. And if that's what your goal is to in the first year, like maybe you are better off owning that. Like if that is like your number one goal is like, I want to make $125,000 in my first year. Like that's a really great opportunity for you to do in a practice. Good luck, Sally. Yes, exactly. And being Godspeed. Like, it's possible. It's possible. I didn't. I definitely no. didn't. No, I don't know many who did, but that would probably, if that is your like ultimate goal, mm-hmm. I do think that's probably a better path for you but yeah it is hard like is it just me or is there just a lot more of those types of conversations happening lately there are a lot I've actually like people will reach out and be like what percentage are you bonus what like Mm -hmm. what's your set like those type of things all the time I do think there is more I think more people are looking for associates it feels like so that people have more of these conversations of like okay what would it look like if I was there Mm -hmm. yeah um it does feel like the answer is, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, we just need to like work together more, but then like, do we, mm-hmm. because then it's like, then it feels like, well, yeah. Oh, so you just think everyone should come work for you. Right. It's like the person is like, we just need to unite. That's our problem. So you need to get on board with what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the associate uh, issue is, is a thing. It's a real mm-hmm. thing. There are not there's a lot of people just looking for associates there are but and there's i'm sure there's associates looking there's some and they just have to figure out what they want to because again there are people who are coming to me being like hey i'm really looking for a high salary low bonus or like high bonus low salary and like you just got to find that right match for you and i can answer that aspect of it Mm -hmm. of every single associate i've hired i have asked okay as i'm figuring out your salary here are your options. I yes. can give you lower with a higher bonus. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think I gave specific numbers. Um, I think I, did we run scenarios for you? We didn't run scenarios. You basically would were, have. Yes, I think we course. started with just like, what do you think you're going to want? And mm-hmm. if you would have said like, I'm not sure, then Kirby would have ran a scenario of like, okay, here's what you could make if mm-hmm. we started you here, but you were bonused here and the clinic saw these numbers. These are our current numbers. So like it was very straightforward of like, this is assuming X percent growth this year. This is what you could make. Or here's your salary. Here's your little bonus. Like, little bonus. <laughs> here's your baby bonus. It was not as good as it is now. <laughs> it's not like, as good. But yeah, you know, it was like, it wasn't like you're getting, you know, 5% of profits and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. It was like, no, this is your salary. And then yeah. like, you might make an extra 2000 or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, if we do great or whatever. But mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's okay. Kind of final question, unless mm-hmm. we get on more tangents. Yeah. Um, how do you like, was it difficult coming into an established practice with established CAs? Yes, it was difficult initially. Um, I am a people pleaser. So I did kind of come in with like, they're going to love me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I will make them love me. And that worked out well they for me. They love you. They <laughs> did love good. you. Yeah. Uh, but it's really like the relationship between associate and CA is almost, it's symbiotic. Like it's one of those 
symbiotic mutualism is that i was an environmental science major at one point but it's where like i've never heard the word mutualism before gotcha i think it's where like one species and another species are totally different but they each benefit each other symbiotic yeah yeah it's the clownfish and amoeba yeah no, anemone that's it <laughs> amoeba's the little one is the clownfish is that what nemo, nemo is mm-hmm. oh it's nemo and the anemone i thought he was just an orange striped fish i think it's a clownfish Oh, clown. Oh, that makes sense. I thought you said confish. Oh, and I'm conf- like, I didn't He's know. the con artist of the what? world. <laughs> of the ocean. It's a fancy name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like my, when the, when the CAs are good to me, my life is easier. When I'm good to the CAs, the CAs life is easier. And it's just one of those, it, it's almost easier if you don't look at a different playing fields, like you're just playing different sports. And you're just, when one of you does well, the other one does really well. And I was lucky to to walk into wonderful Mm -hmm. CAs that were like open to that because I know there are some. Well, owners, you should know that I had given my CAs like the worst pep talk of all time. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm going to say in nicer words, but I don't think I, I think I literally said, okay, I don't know how to say this, but I want to be honest. It's really really important that Jess is happy here. And part of her happiness is that you make her life good. Mm -hmm. It is much, much easier, unfortunately, sad reality, much easier for me to replace a CA than it is a doc. So if you butt heads with our new doc, unfortunately, you'll be the one who's being replaced. And like, I... I don't know if I said it much nicer than that, but like kind of said it that way of like, here's the deal. I really like this doc as long as she's what I like. If she doesn't like you. And I also knew this conversation took place. So I knew on my end, like I didn't ever say anything to them that I knew, but like it was kind of a confidence again, that appreciative thing. It was like, I felt appreciated. Like, oh no, I'm valued here. They obviously have seen like seniority, but like they've been here longer, know what's going on. But like I felt like, oh, no, she values me. And if someone is really horrible to me, I have somewhere to at least go and be like, hey, this is is terrible. Yeah, I think there's definitely a healthy version of that conversation that needs to happen Mm -hmm. anytime you are bringing on probably better than what I did. But like so many associates that are entering an established practice there is an there's an office manager mm-hmm. that's been there with the doc since the beginning and is very like that's not how we do things and like could be a little tattletale mm-hmm. because they feel like they're getting bonus or extra credit with the owner by like yes. and like ugh. you know so like you I think just a an easy sit down of like hey here's what I want you to do. I want you to be her best friend. Mm -hmm. Like I want you to refill her water. I want you to show, take her to lunch on my dime, like, Mm -hmm. but bring her coffee on my dime. You know, like here's the credit card, buy her gifts, (laughs) just do things. Um, Oh, remember, I think for like two months you had a budget of buying seed. Let's do that again. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, because then again, it comes back to like the reverse of like, hey, these people are here to support you and make your transition to this new environment as great as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think I ever had this conversation with you, but like you also 
the, the biggest concern I'm assuming any office manager has is that a doc is coming in with ego. Yes. And is going to not like them and get mm-hmm. them fired. I assume, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you just got to be aware mm-hmm. of that dynamic and be like, I don't want drama from any of you. Yeah. So get along. And it can be tough too, being like, oh, they, they probably had an office manager that was like the favorite or like your go-to. And then the associate may walk in and be the new go-to because they had new things and it can be difficult to be like, oh, I used to have a say now I don't. But like, mm-hmm. again, I think if everyone just like values each other's That's opinion, a really good point. Yeah. 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 Like being the boss's favorite mm-hmm. is a real dynamic. Um, I don't want to say especially with women, but would not say it let's just say a lot of women are enneagram twos and maybe enneagram twos might deal with this more so of like does this still mean uh, you like me Mm -hmm. and so yeah and this is why the more employees you have the more it's like but i love you and i love you and i love you and you're special too and you're special too (laughs) you are all my favorite that's not true (laughs) but we also need it individually you can't tell us yeah no i can't tell you publicly that doesn't work work. this is like how touchy lauren feeling touchy lauren says like you're obviously you're not all my favorite but i love you all Mm -hmm. you're like children but like if you weren't one of my favorites you'd be fired right now (laughs) and then people are like oh cool so i'm like so you're not fired so that means like you good job good job like anti-pep You're talk <laughs> um is there anything that we didn't cover that you think is helpful to students helpful to associates or helpful to owners yeah uh students actually do the work to find out what yeah. you absolutely love and there are really really great owners out there there that- are so many now and it's just one of those incredible, like, I do, I will never own because, like, I do absolutely love being an associate and I'm super happy with where I'm at. And, like, it's not a bad thing. Like, I know no. you get this, like, bad taste and, like, I'm sure there's bad ones out there. And do you feel like, okay, so within chiropractic, mm-hmm. we are like, oh, you don't. So I have told Jess before when we're at conferences, I don't like her to say I work for Lauren. I work for Lauren because a lot mm-hmm. of times I'm like, I'm Lauren Brunswick. I own Blue Hills Chiropractic. And then like she'll introduce herself. And I, like, I don't want I work for Lauren. Like, no, I am a doctor at Blue Hills Chiropractic right. is like um, and that's, you know, it seems like a nuancey thing, but it's like, no, within the community. Do you feel like anybody gives a sh- like they no. just go like you're a doctor? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are like the like stereotypical like, oh, I'm this. I see this many. I do like I own this many clinics. Like there well, within are those chiropractic. within chiropractic but within like the community. Oh, gosh, no, no, oh, nobody can like yeah, well, think about your dentist. Not at all. Yeah. Like I don't I go to a dentist that there's like three or four dentists there. I don't know their structure. Nope. I just assume you're a doctor, you're making money. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you own or not, nope. like you did this thing. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's a big thing. If like ego is a drive for like, but I don't want to be shamed. And we have this, that just is within chiropractic, yeah. that that is a thing. A hundred percent within chiropractic. Like I have never, I've never run into it out yeah. in the community. But you have been poached at conferences. I have been poached 
at conferences that you're also at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's or like getting hit both. on while your husband's buying you a drink across the bar. You're like, seriously, you saw me walking with that guy, right? <laughs> Owners, that is not the way to find your associates. It's real weird. <laughs> I'm just going to make you wear a t-shirt. Like, I woke up. Take it. Like, I'm just gonna... <laughs> yeah. it got like slave real fast. Re- I'm like, never mind. No. I'm not going to figure out what that t-shirt would have. But, so... All right. Yeah. No, it's good. Because like you said, the overachievers are really the ones who we don't think twice Mm -hmm. because you just went to kindergarten, then you go to first grade, then you go to second grade, then you go Uh to middle school, then you go to high school, then you go to this. And then you already know you want to be a graduate. And so you do this and like, and you just are like forced to like, you just please. And like you figure out very quickly in chiropractic school that the way to please people, like just like when you're a kid, you figure out pretty quickly that the way to please people is to say, I want to be a doctor, a nurse, Yes. Yep. Those are the two. Uh-huh. Like, that's what makes someone happy. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie's dealing with that because she wants to go into computer science. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, some people are like, oh, that's good. That's up. You know, and, and then some are like, what is that <laughs> like, type of thing? She's like, oh, it's just harder to. <laughs> right. It's just a harder conversation. Like it'd mm-hmm. be, it would have been harder in school to be like, oh, I'm looking for an associate. Yeah. Ship. Like that yep. would have been What are you going to so do after graduation? Harder. I plan on working for someone else. It's like. Right. And thank you for your opinion on why I shouldn't right. or all the insulting things. So, yeah. Cool. All right. This was great. Thanks. This all right, Slayers, don't you freaking dare poach my doc. <laughs> I'll kill you. Um, uh, until next week. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients, plus they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast, and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.